0: Cruise Ship Jobs Behind the Scenes of Designing and Building a Cruise Ship This is the Tips for Travellers podcast hosted by Gary Bembridge. It's a podcast of inspiration, advice and tips about finding and having a luxurious travel experience on both land and sea. The podcast draws on over 20 years of experience of travelling every month of every year to luxury destinations on all continents and on the oceans of the world. For more, visit tipsfortravellers.com, where travellers is spelled with two L's, the UK way. As a boy, I was obsessed with all forms of transport. I used Lego and Meccano to build exotic flying machines, cars, and ships, and if you gave me a few empty boxes, I could rustle up some crazy flying machine, a train, or a ship to play in. Unfortunately, my skill Was probably best described as being imaginative and conceptual rather than practical and so I never found my way into an engineering or construction job behind planes, trains or ships and today I live my boyhood passion for transportation as a self-confessed geek admiring the feats of others. I was therefore delighted as part of an official MSC Preziosa blogger assignment Uh, and I am actually one of the official MSC Preziosa launch and maiden voyage bloggers. And as part of this role, I was given the chance to interview someone who does not have to play at building travel marvels because his job is actually doing it. So I got to interview Andrea Gangale. He is the MSC's Cruiser's corporate product officer, and he is in charge of deciding exactly what exciting things and features will be added into their ships. I like to think it's a bit like I used to do when I was constructing my Lego and Makana ships, but he actually gets to do it for real. He's a qualified naval architect. He spent many years working on new ship builds for Carnival, which is the main line of the massive Carnival Corporation, that also owns cruise lines like Cunard, p Costa and Holland America. He's now joined MSC. He worked on the MSC Divina and the MSC Preziosa right from its very inception. So let's take a listen to what Andrea Gangale had to tell me about the process that goes into building a ship, the firsts and the many unique features he's put onto the MSC Preziosa, and how he and MSC plan to satisfy the 186 different nationalities that cruise with them every year.
1: I, I joined MSC two years ago, and I come from uh, um, a little bit more than 10 years with Carnival Corporation. My background is, I'm a naval architect and uh, marine engineer by education, so I, I started in, in Italy, and once I graduated, my first jobs were uh, at a shipyard, following uh, you know the, the, the ship constructions on site and then I went to, into um, marine operations and technical operations, first with Costa and then with, um, with Carnival Cruise Line in Miami. At a certain point after um, taking um, an MBA uh, in the States, I, I was moved to product development and that's when I started to leave a little bit the technical side of the business and, and I started to become more and more involved in the concept and design process. Uh, and with uh, MSC, uh, I'm responsible for uh, product development and, I also, mm, and I'm also involved in uh, different uh, onboard revenue projects because obviously our onboard product is very much connected also with our revenue centers and, and, uh, and for this reason I, I am both involved in, in product development and, um, and onboard revenue centers.
0: And Andrea, what 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 was it that tra- attracted you to MSC um, versus your back, you know, having worked for so long at Carnival? What was it about MSC that kind of really excited you?
1: Well, it's, um, it's a it's a very young uh, cruise line, uh, even though it's part of a very uh, well established and, uh, and 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 very famous shipping line. Uh, but um, in terms of um, Cruise uh, of the cruise business uh, MSC is relatively young compared to other competitors. It's an, it's a European company um, with a European soul, and uh, and uh, I thought it was very very exciting to join and um, and be able to uh, contribute in the expansion of, of the fleet.
0: Great. So I want to talk a bit about, we'll come back and talk more about your your role and, and your contribution, but what would be helpful, I guess, we're we'll gonna talk specifically in more detail about the, the new ship, the MSC uh, Preziosa. So what I wanted to, first of all, find out is a little bit about that ship. And, and one of the things that, um, you know, the publicity material talks about the, you know, the ship being a Fantasia class ship. I wonder if you could just explain a little bit about what, what actually is a Fantasia class
1: ship. Okay, so MSC ships, um, the fleet is divided in three classes of vessels the Lyrica class, the Musica class and then Fantasia class okay? so the Fantasia class uh, is composed by Fantasia which is the first ship, then Splendida then Divina and the fourth of the series, Preziosa when, when we say class of vessels we, we mean that uh, all of these vessels they share the same technical and design uh, features more or less uh, so, they're all 140,000 tons. And in terms of number of cabins, we added few cabins on Divina. So, Divina and Preciosa, they, they actually have more cabins than Fantasia and Splendida. But overall, the design and the layout of the vessel are pretty much the same. This is what a class of vessel means that those ships are all sister ships. Right. So, in terms of number of cabins, Fantasia and Splendida, they have. Uh, Sixteen hundred and thirty-seven cabins, and in Divina Preziosa they have uh, uh, over seventeen
0: hundred. Right, and and the Fantasia class are they the biggest ships in the in the cruise fleet for MSC? Yes. So one of the things that um, you know the publicity material talks about is the yacht club, this ship within a ship concept, which I think is is on all the Fantasia class ships and will be on the Preziosa. So can you tell us right. a little bit more about what what is this yacht club concept?
1: So the concept you 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 said it uh, it's a ship within a ship. It's a, um, it's an it's an area of the vessel uh, uh, on uh, on on the top decks on um, with 69 cabins, 69 suites, and a private lounge and a private restaurant and a private outdoor space. So um, you have the opportunity. To live within uh, this uh, private area of the vessel, but also the chance to enjoy the rest of the vessel. So, meaning uh, it's a all inclusive product. Uh, you have butler service. Uh, you have your um, you know your, your your beautiful suite. You have access to the cons- to the to the lounge with all drinks uh, where all drinks are included. You have your private à uh, uh, la carte restaurant, which is um, open dining. Um, meaning you can go at any time you want uh, at lunch or dinner. And then you have a beautiful outdoor space with jacuzzis and swimming pool and uh, a bar and a buffet area for uh, for your lunchtime um, outdoor. At the same time, you have private access to the spa uh, with a private elevator that takes you into the thermal area of the spa, and you have free access for the entire cruise to, to this section of the spa. Um, it's a 5 stars luxury product. Uh, where you can you know uh, have a really a VIP treatment but at the same time you have access to the rest of the vessel and you can uh, you can enjoy uh, all the, the other features that mm, all the other guests enjoy.
0: And Andrea, is this very unique to MSC? I haven't heard of other cruise ships having such a kind of a ship within a ship. Is this a unique MSC? It is, it is unique
1: absolutely. If you, uh, if you look at other cruise lines, they, they may have like uh, suites or uh, penthouses or, you know, small areas uh, dedicated with special treatments. But this kind of concept is absolutely uh, unique. Right.
0: And I guess one of the things you see in the materials is MSC often talks about being an innovator, new things. What, what else is going to be unique to the MSC uh, Prezioso that that's, you know, may not see on other ships, either within the MSC fleet or in the cruise industry in general? Well,
1: MSC Preziosa, compared to the rest of the Fantasia class, will have a lot of different things. We can start with the, uh, the one I'm probably most proud of, which is the, the, the new aqua park, uh, which is called Doremi Castle, which is dedicated to our Doremi, which is the, 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 the mascot, the, the teen, the, the kids' uh, mascot. Uh, with the Vertigo slide, which is uh, this new slide that is the new feature compared to uh, the rest of the Fantasia-class ships. And it's the longest slide at sea with 120 meters in length. And, and this is something new compared to the, Fantasia, the, the rest of the Fantasia-class ships. At the same time, we dedicated also the kids' area to Doremi which is something new uh, compared to Divina, where the same area was dedicated to the Smurfs. Another thing that is different compared to uh, the rest of the um, ships is that we added in the thermal area a frigidarium and a tepidarium, which gives to our guests now uh, the chance to enjoy a full thermal experience. So you will have sauna, actually two saunas, two Turkish baths, a frigidarium and a tepidarium. At the same time, in the spa, we have also created uh, what we call the Harmony Suite, which is a VIP area where uh, uh, a couple can enjoy a private jacuzzi and um, private massage, and as well as uh, uh, they can relax on uh, these heated lounges similar to the Tepidarium uh, kind of lounges. And, and, and this is, again, different compared to the Fantasia and, uh, and um, uh, the Fantasia-class ships to the other ones. The other big difference in terms of food experience is the Italy restaurant. Uh, have you heard about Italy? Yes. 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 So Italy is, is getting pretty famous. It's all around the world now. And um, it's, it's, it's becoming, um, for sure, Italy It is already a big brand. Uh, but it, it's big in New York, it's big in Japan now, and we have decided, we, together with them, to create the first Italy at Sea, which is something unique, and it will be divided, uh, it will be in place of the Tex-Mex restaurant, which is present on Fantasia, Splendida and the Divina. Italy will be divided in, uh, in two sections, one is a more upscale restaurant with twenty, with thirty seats, more or less, and uh, and the other section is uh, more easygoing. You can go and have lunch uh, as well as dinner, or uh, you can have uh, uh, also snacks during the day.
0: And and if anyone goes to that restaurant, um, do they pay a, a slight surcharge for that, or is that part of the all-inclusive? Yeah, They do. They do.
1: What we also did different compared to um, the. The rest of the Fantasia class ships is we uh, have enhanced the sports bar, and we decided to offer also a hamburger menu inside the sports bar. So we created dining tables, and we and and, and we decided to offer a sort of diner, American diner experience inside the, uh, inside this lounge, which is still outfitted with with the bowling you know it's a place where you can go and watch uh, games uh, sports events uh, have a drink or have uh, lunch and dinner the the ship will still have uh, the galaxy lounge uh, the the galaxy lounge restaurant which is another a la carte um, restaurant and uh, in, But in terms of uh, differences, these, these, these are probably the main differences compared to, um, to the rest of the fantasy class
0: ships. It's great having to get a sense of what the MSC Preziosi is. So what I thought would be interesting is understanding a little bit about the process that goes into kind of creating that whole experience that you've just spoken about. With something like building a massive ship, how long does it take from the decision to, to build the ship to actually the christening and, and the maiden voyage? Just how long is that whole process?
1: Well, first of all, Preziosa is a sister ship of Fantasia Splendida Indivina. It's it's a ship based on the same design of uh, other vessels that were previously built. Preziosa has, has a, a sort of interesting uh, history because we, we acquired the ship from uh, from the shipyard in in March 2012. It was originally commissioned by 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 a third party. We we, we bought the ship only. A year ago but usually if we're talking about about a a prototype from the design to the launch of the ship it takes uh, uh, about three years then when we go and when we talk about sister ships like the, the three years process was fantasia then splendida was probably a shorter process because the ship is designed based on on the Fantasia design and then what you do you, uh, ship after ship you always try to modify to enhance the design and to uh, create new features uh, uh, like, like, like we did in, on, on Preziosa we, we added the water slide we modified the team of the kids uh, lounges we created the American Diner experience we included Italy we took off uh, the tex those are all the things that are, are, are done in the process uh, when, 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 when you order or when, you, when, when you're building a, uh, a new vessel. What we do is what we, we try to be all, obviously always innovative and, and, and this is what, uh, what part of my job is, right? So it's, it's, it's creating new features that are appealing to, to our guests and so, so, in terms of the stage, you are talking about the stages
0: there that it goes through, and I guess it sounds like m s c Prezio went through a slightly different stage at the beginning but so, what are the big stages so you des- you decide to build you have the i guess the the, the the hull of the ship what are what are the actual stages that you go through um you know from in, in the building process to the maiden voyage there are
1: there are a lot of different phases so if if we are talking about a prototype. It's it's a very complicated process, right? So you you first have to decide the the size of the ship based on the itinerary, based on the number of guests that you want to have, and uh, and 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 you define what the overall design measures of of, of the vessel uh, should be according to your business uh, needs mm-hmm. um and and then you see, and, and and then after that obviously you start with the um with 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 the technical uh, uh, design process and with material design process right. if we talk about sister ships and um, which won't have all the design process because it has already been done like on the fantasia class ships uh, this is what we we, we've done for Fantasia, but then you have a lot of different processes that takes place at the shipyard, during the ship construction. So you have the building blocks, you have the launching of the vessel, the sea trials few months before uh, the ship delivery, the commissioning of the vessel, we have enough an, offi- uh, an on site team that is following you know the ship construction constantly throughout the whole process, and then you have all the interactions with the architects and with the owners of the company obviously, uh, and then the ship delivery it, it is difficult to summarize in few words all the all the different uh, steps, but what I want to mm, highlight is that it 's different building a prototype from building a Um,
0: And so at what stage do you get involved in, it sounds like you probably get involved right very very early on in the process, at what point with your role as kind of creating that whole onboard experience, um, where do you get involved, at what point?
1: Okay, I I, I would be involved from the right beginning, from the the negotiation phase because that is when you decide what kind of uh, layout and design the ship uh, should have, what kind of features you want to offer to all our guests. But in the case of Preziosa, I joined the company only two years ago, so Fantasia and Splendida were already delivered, Uh, that took place well before my arrival at MSC. So Preziosa, I was involved right from the beginning because we had to decide what kind of features the ship should have in order to be, you know, uh, newer, more innovative compared to the other Fantasia-class vessels. Right. And, and so as, as, as soon as we decided to buy um, the vessel, I was involved from, from day one because we decided to add the water slide. We decided to uh, create a new restaurant experience with Italy. We decided to enhance our uh, spa offerings. And those are the things where I'm in, uh, mostly um, involved in
0: and uh, you know one of the things that MSC talks about I guess with their new communication their advertising is about you know, life should be measured in in moments not minutes um, and there's a new advertising which kind of highlights a lot of the sense of moments did this influence or how did this influence uh, your design and, and when you thought about designing the new features on, on MSC
1: Preziosa well, this is part of our, you know, uh, positioning and, and, and marketing uh, campaign. Wh- what we want to say with this is that MSC is a Mediterranean company with a Mediterranean product that um, embraces all cultures, that embrace the med in general, and that want that what what we want is our guests to enjoy all the moments of our of, of, of the experience and 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 to run away a little bit from the hectic time and the minutes you know the, that is measured in minutes of, of our daily life so during our cruise during an msc experience they will have time to uh, and to, 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 they will have you know their, their moments of uh, fun, their moment of uh, uh, relax, their moments of uh, uh, where they can enjoy our food experience uh, and, and they will be free to do um, whatever they feel uh, is best for them during during the cruise. In terms of uh, product design, what we do is we, we want to make sure that they have all the, the facilities on the ship where they can you know achieve this. So when we built our uh, Harmony Suite, uh, this is a place where they can spend from three hours to the entire afternoon to have fun and to uh, relax, enjoy and, uh, and, and enjoy their their, their time. Uh, when we designed the Aqua Park or the Doremi Castle, this is a new feature, but this is a place where a family can spend the entire day um, and, and be maybe a little bit isolated from the rest of the guests uh, in, the, in, in the main pool so that at the same time, uh, parents and kids that they can, they, they can, you know, enjoy time together, a moment together. In terms of hardware, uh, this is what, you know, we, we did on, on, on Preziosa, but in terms of software, when we think about uh, designing our onboard products, we also always, always pay attention to give them uh, all the flexibility and, uh, and, and, the, and the freedom to, to, to do what they really want to do to, to, to enjoy their, uh, their cruise. When it comes to define our uh, Mediterranean soul, uh, we try to achieve this by embracing uh, um, and welcoming the world uh, on the ship, by uh, providing everybody with uh, you know, stuff specifically selected based on the demographic of our guests that can actually uh, you know, communicate in, 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 uh, in different languages, uh, usually five or six languages. Uh, we have uh, our entertainment team and our uh, uh, staff uh, at the um, at, uh, guest relation desk that can that are sourced from this different countries uh, that we can speak different languages we We communicate and we, we, we print our daily programs in five or six different languages We have always always an eye uh, at uh, the different nationalities and cultures of our guests so that's I
0: guess the a, a point of making is very important so you you 're very welcoming. To multiple kind of nationalities and, and languages. So, what's the what would the main language be on on the, the ship? You know, in terms of the other uh, daily announcements okay. or whatever. I, I,
1: I'll give you an example. Uh, last year, we had 186 nationalities wow. on the MS, MSC fleet, right. all around the world. As you know, we we have during summertime, all of our ships are in either. Southern Europe, the Mediterranean, or Northern Europe, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, During wintertime, we move, and we have, right now, we have two ships in the Med, We have one ship out of uh, Fort Lauderdale, one ship in the Caribbean, four ships in South America, and two ships in South Africa, and one ship in the Red Sea. Mm -hmm. Obviously, based on where the ship is, we have different demographics. If we have a ship out of Rio, right now, probably 90, 95 percent of uh, our guests on board will be Brazilian. A ship out of Buenos Aires, will have probably 90 percent of guests from Argentina, whereas in South Africa, they are almost all South Africans, in Europe we have a multitude and and in the us as well we have a multitude of nationalities mm-hmm. and when the ships come back during summertime you know sometimes you have 50 60 different nationalities on our ships and what we do we always communicate in uh, italian english french german spanish and portuguese in six languages mm-hmm. but we are very detailed in this if we have a ship uh, that is calling Turkey that is calling istanbul and we, and that has i don't know two hundred passengers or hundred passengers from Turkey, we always make sure to have a social hostess from Turkey. We make sure to have someone translating the daily program in in, in their own language as, as well as for Russian as well as for uh, croatian if we have if we know that we have a certain group from an um a nationality that is not covered by our six main uh, uh, languages we make sure that we have someone that can uh, take care of this guest, that can communicate with this guest. And, and, not, only, and not only in terms of, uh, you know, uh, daily communication at, at the guest relation or in terms of, you know, entertainment, but we also make sure that they enjoy the, um, the, the, the food experience in the right way. Uh, our, our food experience is designed based on uh, the demographic of our guests uh, we, we, our staff, our entertainment staff is designed based on the demographic of our guests. So it, it's a very complicated and challenging project, but it is what we're proud of.
0: Yeah, it sounds like quite
1: but a... But it's unique <laughs> to MSC. Yeah,
0: yeah it, it seems, certainly in, in my experience of other cruise lines I've been on, that, that sounds, that, that amount of detail and the amount of kind of tailoring seems much more than I've experienced on on, on other cruise lines, uh, Andre. You, you touched a little bit there on the entertainment experience. Um, could I just ask you a little bit about what what kind of entertainment do you have on board? Do you have uh, you know kind of the big theatre shows, or, or what type of entertainment will should people expect on on the MSC Preziosa?
1: Well, we have. The best production shows at sea, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we have a big theater, and uh, you, will, uh, you will experience really some of the uh, best, best production shows at sea. We have um, usually six, uh, with, with 1,600 seats. Uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's a big theater. Um, we, um, we have from uh, six to seven uh, production shows every week. Uh, which is unique compared to other cruise lines because yes. we, 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 we're really paying attention to the quality uh, of our shows we have you will experience live bands all around the ship in, in all the bars and, and lounges again, being Mediterranean, what we want to, our guests to enjoy is is uh, a little bit of taste of all the the culture of the of the ports. Uh, that the ship is calling. So, I give you an example. If we go um, to, to Greece, uh, we will probably design our entertainment based on the port that the ship is calling uh, that specific day. So we will have, I don't know, saying something that was designed for last year. We had uh, the Olympic Games for the kids and teenagers. Okay. Then we had the Greek Aperitivo uh, with uh, uh, tastes of uh, feta cheese and, uh, and Greek specialties at, at the bars and maybe um, an, a promotion with, uh, with the Ouzo, the, the, you know, the Greek um, Lycor and then at the same time at night we have you know mediterranean cuisine which is our uh, uh, base our backbone but at the same time we also want to experience to our guests to experience some traditional dishes of uh, the country that they are visiting so maybe we'll have uh, either at the buffet or, or at the um, dining table at the main restaurant uh, a dish dedicated to Greece and, and this is how we intend to design our product not only in terms of entertainment but also in terms of food experience we want people to experience and to learn about the culture of uh, the places that we're visiting and to discover the places that we're visiting. Right.
0: And Andrea, what, what about shopping? Because I know one of the things people like, often like to do on on cruise ships or when they're out on, on holidays, shopping. Can you tell us a little bit about the kind of the shopping that you've got on board for, for passengers?
1: Well, we have uh, all kinds of shops. Uh, well, one thing that I didn't mention to you is that uh, we have added one shop on Preziosa compared to Divina. Um, we added... Um, a, a perfume shop next to the Phoenician plaza which is r- one of the main lounges of uh, of uh, of Reciosa. and we have 11 shops on uh, on board and you will find everything from the candy shop to, to the, from the candy store to the um, boutique uh, to the, from the logo shop to the duty free and from uh, uh, you know the bag and accessory store uh, to, uh, to 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 watches and, uh, and jewelries
0: so with the MSC Preziosa obviously you'd mentioned earlier, this is kind of the first major ship that you've done since joining MSC. What are you most proud of about the ship, or, and what should people really look out for when they, they 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 come on board?
1: I think I think that the old family experience with the Dorani Castle and the Vertigo waterslide is is a really a highlight, uh, as well as the. Um, Uh, Italy restaurant it's it's really something new and unique to the to to the cruise industry it's really a great partnership with that, that that we have.
0: And one last question is you know if people are say loyal to another cruise line or have never been on on MSC cruises and obviously they've never been on MSC Prezios because it's a new ship what would you say to them? Is about you know what is it and why should they try MSC? Because as you know, as we were talking before, I have not been on MSC cruises. And I'm very excited about experiencing it. Um, but what would you say, like to people like me who who haven't experienced it before? Is like, why should they do it? What should they do if they're unsure? You know, what could you say to really convince them to try it?
1: Well, in in few words, if you look at the cruise industry, you have some big American players, you have um, the British cruising, and the only real European, Mediterranean, in, in, in terms of Mediterranean uh, cruise line, it, it's us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the warmth and uh, the authentic, authenticity mm-hmm. of, uh, of our product is, is unique, and it makes us different from everybody else.
0: Andrea, thank you very much for that. I think you've given us a great insight into uh, MSC Cruises, your role, and the Preziosa. And I thank you very much for your time. So, hopefully, you enjoyed that interview with Andrea. He shared a whole pile of things about building MSC Cruises, the Preziosa. A couple of things stood out for me, and I'd like to comment on those. He spoke about MSC being one of the youngest cruise ships. I am used to cruising on lines with a very long history, so Cunard and P&O, they've got centuries of heritage and very set habits, so I'm very keen to see firsthand what a company that's completely new to cruising without all that heritage and ways of doing things is actually tackling cruising. He also spoke about it's the only Mediterranean style heritage cruise line and again I'm really interested to see how they bring that med experience to life. And how they do something different to the American and British cruise lines that I'm very familiar with. Because I think a lot of cruisers feel that because so many of the cruise lines are owned by the two monsters Carnival and Royal Caribbean, there's a danger that there's kind of a generic corporate experience trying to drift across the various different cruise lines. So it'll be interesting to see how MSC bring this whole Mediterranean style to life. I was also very intrigued about the ship-within-a-ship concept. It's very different to what I'm used to because even on Cunard with their Queen's and Princess grills the suites themselves are dotted all around the ship and although there are some specific lounges and dedicated dining rooms, the Queen's and Princess grill is not a dedicated ship-within-a-ship. So it's going to be really interesting to see just how that kind of get executed and does it really feel very different, very special. They spoke about uh, a lot of new features incorporated into the ship, and and you know I absolutely adore water slide rides. And if you've probably heard on the podcast before, I've spoken about water parks and my passion for water parks and some of the best water parks that I've been to. So now I'm madly trying to plot how I can manage to to actually line up with all those kids and keep going on that you know massive 120 meter long slide. And it's very exciting to know that I can actually bring together my love of cruising and my love of water parks into one place. The other thing which I found very interesting was the fact that MSC uses six languages as standard for their onboard communication and program. Now I'm used to being on mono-language ships, you ships, know, having cruised with largely UK based lines. Although they have social hosts covering any other groups, whether it's French or German groups on board, the ships and cruises I've been on have always had around 80% or even 90% of the passengers English speaking. So I'm really looking forward To this kind of United Nations at sea, or or at least a mini Eurozone, and finding how that kind of affects the whole vibe. I'm also very intrigued to find out more about this whole idea of kind of tailoring the experience to the ports that are being called upon. You know, I'm very used to entertainment and food being almost destination neutral, and many cruise lines will have destination neutral experiences. You know, they load most of their food at their home ports for the total cruise. And it's based on very very well established menus. The entertainment is normally rooted in the home country so it's you know if you go on say one of the um, Cunard it tends to often be very much kind of UK based entertainers and so they kind of have this whole familiarity and this kind of almost you know home port experience. So I'm very interested to see just how MSC bring alive this sense of discovery of the different ports. These are things that will be uh, looking at and exploring and discussing both on the blog at tipsfortravelers.com and in future podcasts. But until then, I hope you find this kind of look behind the cruise ship and a look behind cruise ship jobs and look at just how and, you know, the cruise lines like MSC go around thinking about creating a new ship and new experiences. So that's all I have for you on this edition of Tips for Travelers podcast. Until next time, happy traveling. You have been listening to Gary Bembridge's Tips for Travellers podcast. The podcast of inspiration, advice and tips about finding and having a luxurious travel experience. It draws on over 20 years of travel experiences. Visit tipsfortravellers.com where travellers is spelt with two L's the UK way to find out more about the destination or topic covered in this podcast. You will also find links to contact Gary Bembridge and to follow Tips for Travellers on Twitter, Facebook YouTube, Flickr and Pinterest.